Hey, and welcome to another episode of Same Crap, Different Day. I am your host, Tony. And I'm Derek, and I'm not having a good morning. Well, <laughs> get get over it. Get over it. Because we got a lot of foolishness the fucker going on Ooh, in the city today. That's why I'm not having a good morning, because y'all have got about nerves. <laughs> well, we'll talk about why they get back <laughs> in nerves. But thank you for uh, joining us on another episode of Same Crap, Different Day. Be sure to like us on your favorite platform, however you are listening to us, whether it's on SoundCloud, uh, TuneIn Radio, we're on Spotify, iTunes, of course. Uh, so just like us, send us a review. If you have any questions, feel free to inbox us on any of our um, contact places like um, Facebook, Instagram. And um, so let's get on. Before we get into the show, I do want to talk about a couple things that we're not going to talk about here, but just things y'all need to be aware of. Baby, when I tell you four to five is in so much trouble, and if he don't shut his stupid ass mouth up, he is going to fuck himself right on out of the presidency. And he going deeper. And deeper. And deeper. That's my mom would say. He digging a hole for himself, and he going to jump his ass. And his friends. Because uh, his friends, uh, Michael his Cohen. His friends with his children. Yeah, yeah. Because them bitches going out, too. And you know, say what you want, though. Uh, Alma Rosa can't come to the picnic. Mia Love can't come to the picnic that Scott do from South Carolina. Michael Cohen, he might be able to come to the picnic. Oh no. Uh, Michael Cohen trying to save his own do what you need to do. But he <laughs> he the one coming with the heat. The rest of them ain't coming with no heat. Mike and it took him long enough. Well I don't care. He came with the heat. But uh yeah pre- uh forty five is going down and all I can say is good riddance to him and his fucked up policies. I was just looking at uh Kirsten Nielsen wants to send police officers down to the border to stop the caravan because the, the military, the military can't do anything on civil things. So they can't. So, but the, if they sent police down there, they could. Because this is an evil bitch. And she, I mean, I can't wait for that bitch to go to jail too because she gets on my fucking nerves. I don't know I'm going to have a coordinated stroke. I, you know, I ain't never wish bad health <laughs> I don't want nobody to die. I ain't going to say all that. But, I, yeah, because they just not right. They, no. Nothing about that is right. Ooh, that's just not right. Speaking of not right, so you remember uh, a couple weeks ago in Dallas, there was a uh, police officer who shot somebody in their own home. Of course, she was white and he was black, and they're trying to make excuses for it. Botham John was his name. Yeah. And he is no longer with us, but this bitch is still walking around here. But they indicted her ass today. Yeah, she was indicted. And uh, hopefully, she'll get what's coming to her as well. Um, this should just be a cautionary tale to white folks. Y- y- y'all can't continue to do what you want to do and, and think everything is okay. This is ridiculous to me. Yeah. Just everybody. Just act like you got some sense. If you don't have any sense, act like, act like. Act like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now where you want to start on this whole thing? Because you know my pressure's up. I know. So, okay. I need a drink now. What's the folks that have drinks on their podcast? Another round. Uh, the oh, read. We need, we need we some, some. Yeah, we can't maybe not. <laughs> maybe we will next week. But anyway, so um, for those of you who, who don't live in Alabama and have not been uh, privy, oh, what? We sorry. I know y'all know this. Rashad ain't here. Oh yeah. <laughs> Rashad is tired and he needs to rest. Yeah, pray his spirit. That baby be working though. Yes, Lord. I ain't mad. But anyway, so Rashad will be with us next week. 
Um, and hopefully Kwana May will be with us next week too. We need to coordinate some time because I really need y'all to hear from her. Yeah, she said let her know. She was busy today and tomorrow, but let her know when she got her. All right, so let's go ahead and dive into it. So for those of you who don't live in Alabama and haven't been watching the news, because of course Alabama always finds a way to get in the fucking headlines. No matter what happens, yeah. there's always the Alabama connection. And nothing good, most. Of the time. And none of it is ever good. So um, over the Thanksgiving uh, weekend, um, Black Friday. There was a um, shooting at the River Chase Galleria, and um, a, a young black man was killed. Um, let's just start, there, start. Just you start, and we'll, we'll we'll talk about this. <laughs> so I'm going to be totally 100% honest. As for the detail, details, I don't know because I've heard so many. Right, and most of it were lies by the police department. And that's what I'm saying. I am not sure. From the beginning, it was, there was a melee, and the young man that was shot and killed, he was brandishing his weapon, and um, the officer figured he was the gunman, shot him, killed him. But that was from the police department. That's that just what was, the police department That was said. the initial, initial report right. from the police department. And then... And then they came back and updated their um, story and said the guy that was killed, the young man that was killed, he was a part of the melee, but he wasn't necessarily he wasn't necessarily the shooter. Right. He was just a part of the whole situation. So, 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 just for clarification purposes, the first story was. The young man that they killed was brandishing a gun. Brandishing means holding it in a way that you could put somebody else's life in danger. So the police shot and killed him. Uh, there was a 12-year-old girl shot and then an 18-year-old boy who was shot as well. They're oh, both doing fine. Yeah, <laughs> but the police were like, well, he shot them, so we shot him. Now they come back and say that he was just holding the gun, and they're mm-hmm. not sure if he's the person who shot, shot them people or not. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, then they found a gun in the Santa station at the mall. Santa down there trying to get the baby, but they won't. <laughs> they start, found the gun in the Santa station at the mall. They came back and also said that the young man that was killed was not brandishing the weapon. He just, he just had, had one. It. And they could see it, you know, it was, it was, um, out. it may have been out, but he wasn't waving around like I'm going to shoot right. you. It was just out, but like that, many other people had. Right, and I'm pretty sure those many other people were white people because they didn't get shot, but we'll bring that well, up in a minute. Just, I was just many other, we'll just say right now that other people had their guns out as well. Uh, found the gun and the thing, but that, yeah, they came and updated their story about that, but... There was one and maybe two other suspects that were still out. Out, right. Because, right. again, they weren't sure that he was the shooter. So now there has been some radio silence from the police department, for real, as far as the details. Mm-hmm. Now it is being theorized that all three people who were shot were shot by the police. So the police accidentally shot the twelve year old and eighteen year old. Theories them coming. Where them theories coming from? It, I saw I saw uh, it in the newspaper uh, like two days ago. Okay. But it's just a theory because they haven't said anything. But so this investigation now has gone from the Hoover the police department uh, to the Jefferson County Sheriff's Department to now it's being handled by the Alabama mm-hmm. uh, law enforcement agency or mm-hmm. ALEA as we call it, mm-hmm. which is a problem for me. 
um, because of the way that our law enforcement, law enforcement likes to cover shit up. Mm-hmm. So it normally would have been handled by the sheriff's department, but here's the kicker for the sheriff's department. So of course, you know, we just had a blue wave election and mm-hmm. we have a small blue tsunami in Alabama in Jefferson County in particular, in which we now have a black DA. And he would have been the one. Right. Who, right. We have a black DA and we have a black sheriff. So let me tell you what these white folks did. They decided, well, we don't want these Negroes uh, handling this case. So let's throw it to the other white folks in the, in the, in the, in the state department and let them handle it. Mm-hmm. Which I wouldn't have a problem with that if we didn't have such a history of police doing fucked up shit. Yeah, that's the problem. I'm, that's the problem. And I think it would be if we hadn't. Let's just say if this was an election year, and it happened in Hoover, and they send it to Aaliyah, we would be okay with it, right? Because we would say, I'm not sure how Hoover goes. No, no well, well, at I, the end I of the day, say, it was gonna be white people handling it. Regardless, we'll be a little bit more, a little bit better right. because it wouldn't be Hoover itself. Right. Right. Because um, they've already proven that they can lie because they've done it three <laughs> times just in this Well, what, I can, what I'll say is, maybe, I, and you know, I try to give the benefit of the doubt. Yes. Initially, you may not have been lying. I'm just going by what my officer said that, you know, this is the story from the ground. Okay, we should have had a mediator. Let me stop you. I right already there. told you. Let, let me stop you right there. Because this is what the police do, and we've seen this on countless tapes. We've seen them plant evidence on people. We've seen them go, oh, he got a gun. Well, he doesn't have a gun and shoot people. This is their modus operandi. So I'm, I'm not going to give them a break and say, well, maybe it was a mistake. Because that's what the motherfuckers do. And this is what this is your track record. I'm not going to give you a pass. Say, oh, well, maybe you did the right thing this time. So I'm going to have to push back on you on that. But we don't know what happened. And things do get kind of messed up. When you're in the heat of the moment. The problem is this sounds like the regular lie that you're going to tell regardless. I mean, I'm all I'm saying is like the last part. You know, in the heat of the moment, we got to get a story out. We got to tell the people something. So, they, you know, we said the first thing that Lying was told motherfuckers. us. But, <laughs> but, I mean, but. but you know, I told Tony we was going to need a mediator. No, 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 no. But so, like, so like my my problem with this is the fact that, again, we know that the police lie. They've shown us that they lie. And that's what they're doing. They've done it already. But in they this. have updated their story. They, I mean, yeah, they came there. Well, I there. saw when I was out of town that they now have the guy on, on uh, administrative leave. Oh, I don't... I, it's probably paid administrative. You know, I, I saw that on CNN. And what's crazy is, as much as I watch the news, I have literally not has been as news engaged or Facebook engaged because things, things and people have been giving me a headache. Okay, let, we'll talk about that. We're gonna that. get about we'll that. Get later, that. But I'm just saying. So, <laughs> so let's so let's talk about the problems that we that we have with this. So the problem that I have with this is the fact that. We live in a society that is overrun by guns. And white people want more guns, more guns, more guns, more guns. And, and the black people do too. But I, I get that. But the black people, at least we want some of, some of us want them with restrictions. These white people are cool with just giving a gun to any random motherfucker and just saying, okay, well, a good guy with a gun will come and save us if this bitch go crazy. The problem, that, The other problem that I have with this is the fact that just 12 hours later from this incident, a white man not just brandishes a gun, but actually shoots that police officer in Pelham and is arrested. Why can't you arrest black people 
who just have a gun or who don't have a gun who are just walking away. That's the problem that I have. This man, it didn't say he brandished a gun. This motherfucker shot at the police. And now he's sitting in the Pelham City Jail when this black man who didn't shoot at nobody is dead. So come on, Mr. Level Playing Field. How do, how do we make that make sense? Again, Racism. I don't know the details of the story. I do know. Wait a minute. Wait. No, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. You're not going to do that. No, hold on. You're not going to do that. Wait, 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 wait. We know the details of the story. We know that a white man shot at some police officers and his ass is now in jail. He shot at police officers. I'm going to continue to say I don't know the, de the details of the story. Cause this I is what they said. Been, been I got you. I got you. I'm there. And I don't have all the details of the story. But I do agree with you. And I have agreed with everyone else is when it comes to the apprehension of the, you know, the suspects, whether they be people of color or what, there is a difference in the way that the suspects are apprehended. That's what I was trying to get to say. Uh -huh. <laughs> and that needs to be addressed but again it's not the uh, it's not right it's not right it's not right and it's not going to be fixed today and it's not going to be fixed tomorrow but it's just I, we just got to address it we do need to address it so 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 black man with a gun gets shot and killed white man shoots at the police and gets arrested. This happens all the time. Just a couple of weeks ago in uh, in Chicago, we had the black security guard. He even pinned somebody to the ground mm -hmm. that was acting up, doing his job, mm -hmm. doing the job that he's paid to do. For the police call, guess what? They shoot the black man. Mm -hmm. Now that really, now that one really pissed me off. Because the one about that one that really, really pissed me off was there were people all around this officer telling him, "Hey, that's security." That's security. Like, everybody's telling you that this is security. He saw a big black man with a gun. <laughs> and you got on a security shirt. But, yeah, it's still you. So, I, mm -hmm. it's just so hard. It, And I guess because I really do try to look at it through all the different little lenses, it's extra hard on me. Because I still want to have a conversation with the officer and understand how and why, you know, certain things happen in high stress situations but then I know I've been on the other side of it and you know hell I don't care what's going on and I'm gonna run I'm gonna shoot I'm gonna do whatever but let me say this though I so we both worked in retail mm -hmm. back in the day I was working at Rich's department store which is now Macy's and um, there was this lady who had been caught stealing at our Brookwood store and I was working at the Galleria and this lady walked in, and y'all know I don't recognize people, so she walked in, she spoke, and I spoke like I knew her and just kept going. Well, security calls me and goes, uh, Tony, what happened to that lady with the orange outfit that you just spoke to? I'm like, oh, I guess she went to lingerie, you know. Well, let's find her. So I helped them find the lady. So they found the lady, walked up to the lady, and the security person was like, well, ma'am, you have to come to the back with us. So she was like, okay. So I noticed that the security person didn't touch this woman. She just told her she had to come later follows. So we get back in the um in the in the in the in the security room and um the the security person calls the police and she goes, Well ma'am, the reason why I brought you back here is because you've been trespassed from our stores. You was trespassed at Brookwood, so you can't come into any of our stores. So she called Hoover Police. 
Hoover woman, the police woman, came in, asked the lady for her uh, ID. She, she asked her for her name, so she told her name. Well, my name is Mary Smith. She said, can I see your ID? The lady was like, sure. She re reaches into her purse, and then it's like she just snapped. She looked at the police officer and goes, I ain't going to show you shit, you white bitch. And when she did that, the officer was like, well, man, for that, you're going to jail. So she grabbed the lady by the arm. When she grabbed that, uh, that police officer grabbed that woman by the arm, that woman turned into a bear. She grabbed that woman by her hair and pulled her so hard that she ended up giving her a concussion. Well, right about that time, two other police officers came in and Rodney King this bitch down in the corner. Me personally, I'm sitting there like, ooh, they beating the shit out of her. But you know, I was like, you know what? This bitch should have acted right and we wouldn't have had these problems. First of all, she shouldn't have been in here. Then you to pull this white woman out. I ain't have a problem with that. I did not have a problem with that. I have a problem when you shoot people that you don't have to shoot. So, and I understand that high stress situations, you react in a certain way. But if you're on the police force, if you're a law enforcement officer and you are that much of a coward, so when you see a black person, your first instinct is to shoot them dead. Then your ass don't need to be on the force. I'm sorry. I'm not I'm, I'm giving them any any types of breaks on that. I don't disagree with you there. But then that goes to um, we one of the initi initiatives in well, just like in Birmingham was to hire a thousand new officers. So I mean, well, we want them to hire these new officers, but how, what kind of training are they going to get? What kind of, you know, we don't go beyond we need these new officers, but we don't want those new officers to do the same things that the old officers that we do, are doing. But we're not asking or asking or trying to get any new trainings or, you know, anything else extra. Okay, but let me say this, though. Just like you were saying, we don't know what they're showing them. We haven't been through police training. We don't know what they show them. This is not a police training issue. This is a uh, a, a bravery issue. This but is that when you're part of their training as well. But I'm not saying that. But you, I can't teach you how to be brave. It's like when I interview people for work. I don't worry about you got a degree in this. You got a degree in that. I'm worried, when I hire people, everybody I hire in here, including yourself, I hire y'all because you have some quality that means that you can work with people. You're empathetic, you're sympathetic, you're caring. You got something that you... I can't teach empathy. I cannot teach you how to be a decent person. You know, I can teach you how to shoot. I can teach you how to disarm a person. I can even teach you how to hotwire a car. But I can't teach you to be a decent person. Well, maybe it could be handled, and my other thought was it, it needs to be handled on the opposite way. I don't know how you'll actually get to it, but if officers are actually reprimanded for even some of the smaller things that they do, right. you know, it would discourage you from doing some of these other crazy shits. And even, like, where was it? Is it in Texas? It's somewhere I would um, where the mayor and some other part of the higher up in the police um, force want to get rid of their body cameras because they feel like it's impeding the work of the officers. Basically because the officers can't do and say what they want to do without feeling like, you know, they're always in. But if you're not that, doing if something, you're do you do Right. That makes absolutely no sense. So you want to be so you can beat people's ass and people we not see it. That's basically what they just said. Yeah, that's, really. That's exactly what they just said. We want to beat these motherfuckers' asses and we don't want y'all to say nothing about it. 
Okay, so look, <laughs> that, uh, that brings us to our first break. Uh, we're going to go on break, and then we're going to talk about phase two of the story. And, uh, and so we'll we'll be back. Uh, we we not even fighting good. I'm not fighting good. I know not. It's gonna happen. We ain't got to fight. I'm about to be for you. It's gonna be. It's gonna happen. All right. Well, anyway, <laughs> we'll bless the Lord. We'll be back. This episode of Same Crap Different Day is sponsored by AIDS Alabama. AIDS Alabama is now doing free in-home HIV testing. That's, That's right. That's your Right. If you can't come to us, we'll come to you. Uh, a lot of people don't like coming into places to get tested. We will come to your house and test you there and give you results. In your car. Or the park. Wherever you want to meet us, we'll meet you there. At the beauty shop. <laughs> <laughs> If you want to get tested, you can give us a call at 205-918-8184. That's 205-918-8184. Okay, so we are back. Once again, thank you for listening to Same Crowd Different Day. Mm-hmm. Um, please be sure to like us on your favorite uh, platform. Mm-hmm. You don't put that phone on silent. And it's the client. It's work. <laughs> well, do we need to stop out and stop recording you guys? No, we good. All right, yeah, so right. anyway, because we got to take care of our folks. So, um, so yeah, so there, so there is a lot. <clears throat> there's a lot that we as black people go through here in this country. People of color, people who have been marginalized. Uh, I just came back from Montgomery today. If you haven't been to the Equal Justice Museum in downtown Montgomery, Alabama, I suggest that you go. It's a great place for remembrance and also a place to kind of get you a little you know, fired up a little bit about this crazy bullshit that's going on. At the end of the day, the problem that I have with this is the fact that the more th- people say the more things change, the more they stay the same. I'm just on the, the more things stay the same because in looking at the stuff that our ancestors went through, a whole lot hadn't changed. We, we, we're fooling ourselves into thinking that it has. But, um, so... You know, people were up in arms about this as well as they should have been. Um, and some people were vocal about their... So let me tell you my biggest problem, my first problem with this. Okay, what's your problem? And, and this is a problem that I can admit that I actually used to do. Well, no, let's do this. Tell me what you like about it first. Let's give the positive first. Like about what? What's going? What? What are we talking about? The demonstration where the people are saying and doing. We're talking about what people are saying and doing. Okay, let's get, let's give some positives first. So the positives for me is the fact that it has caused us to have these conversations about policing and policing of communities of color, mm-hmm. which is the conversation we should have. It also has produced a diversity of opinions. I mean. It, I tell people all the time, opinions like assholes. Everybody got one, and some of them stink. Mm-hmm. Um, which, you know, good, bad, indifferent. They have their opinions. Mm-hmm. I like the fact that people were able to like reach inside of themselves and bring out some of their innermost thoughts about this. Because I think in order for us to heal from trauma, we have to be able to talk about our traumas. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm glad that that happened. Um, that's really about it on the positive. Side. <laughs> okay, and where you going from? Where you going from there? No, what are your positives? I think my positives are kind of the same. Is one they are they, the conversation is starting to happen. The um, and people are actually giving opinions, no matter what that opinion is. They are giving their opinions, and <clears throat> I guess that's part of. 
the good and bad of social media. The dialogue. <laughs> yeah, you're getting no chance to have the dialogue and even dialogue with people that you wouldn't normally get a chance mm-hmm. to dialogue with. Yes, because I drove the fuck out of a police officer the night. Like, and see, and that's a good and bad part of the whole thing as well. You know, it's giving you the opportunity to have those dialogues, but it also give, it makes you brave enough, well, a lot of people brave enough to say things to those people that they wouldn't normally say to them face-to-face. Let me say this. Any of y'all who follow me on Facebook, that's Tony D. Kristen Walker uh, at Facebook. <laughs> Anybody who follows me on Facebook, I give y'all like this orientation video because I'm not down with your foolishness and fuckery. I don't care about your opinions. I just don't. Um, I think that's why I think I like the format of this talk show of the podcast. <laughs> we just outputting without your input because nobody wants it. Nobody's asking you for it, and that's okay because just because I have an opinion and I put it on my Facebook page, you don't have the automatic right to come shit on my opinion. Mm-hmm. If you don't like what I say, unfriend me, block me, scroll the fuck on. <laughs> but if you come in my post, you know we're going to have some issues. And that's my problem with what happened with the dialogue that happened over the course of these last couple of weeks. There are some people who encourage dialogue. Mm-hmm. I'm not one of them, because y'all are stupid as fuck. And we know this. But so, one say y'all. Let's just say some people are stupid as fuck. Y'all, y'all listeners are great. Yeah, right. Well, <laughs> some of them. I'm going some of these motherfuckers problematic on here. But so <clears throat> let me just tell, let me let me just tell you what I'm talking about. So I have a, you know Khabibi. Uh-huh. And I didn't see what she had posted on her page, but she was like, you know, I done had to delete some people, or you know, I'll be in mind. I'm surprised that you had to delete some people too, because <laughs> you know, you missed the rainbows and sunshine. It's a good dad. So you know, I'm gonna listen to you till you run out. Uh, well, so so again, if people put up their opinions and don't ask for your opinion, don't give them because we don't care, mm-hmm. you know. But I can also say this. Some people had some opinions that I did not like. Uh, the thing that started off me not liking it was the quick rush to judgment mm-hmm. to condemn the victim. Black people, black people, I expect this from white people. Y'all know I did. But black people, we were like, I'm sure he was doing something because that's how we do. We go down to the mall and we act up. That's what we do. And I was like, okay. And I'm just going to be honest. There was a time when I was on that bandwagon. I was on that bullshit. Um, but we rested judgment and we condemned this man without even knowing the full story, which was a problem for me. The other problem that I have is when you uh, are, are, are rolling around in your ignorance and your stupidity and you realize what you said was not true, don't dig in. Yeah. Hey, don't sorry. don't dig, <laughs> don't dig in and become intransient <gasps> in your opinion. Just say I was wrong. <gasps> this boy did not do anything that precipitated his death. He was murdered by the police. At the end of the day, that's what happened. But don't say, well, he shouldn't have had the gun. White people got guns. But I'm when I'm and just not well to cut you off, but to just add that goes both ways though. It goes both mm. ways. It goes 100% what do you mean? both ways. What do you mean? I mean, just jumping. Well, I'm, well, I want to say both ways. I'll say all ways. Just jumping to conclusions in general. Like, I've seen all kind of folks. Before anybody made up anything, folks didn't 
already the concluded how the story already went out. And right. Then, and you know, you're putting it out there like it's one hundred percent. Like you done verified and <laughs> we did, I was there and I talked to the Lord Were about you it. There? <laughs> yeah, and I mean you you don't even live in Birmingham. Right. Right. But you know, you already put out there and this is a lie and that's the lie. Well, yeah, and you know, I get what you're saying just from that end of it. But for me, it's just all the way around. Stop making shit up. I agree. But see, that's that's phase one. Phase two was these white folks and they comments on L.com. Well, see, that's why we can't have nice things because they come down there and start all this <laughs> stuff. Y'all motherfuckers fight too. They just don't publicize it. Let's well, just say that. I, I'm, I'm from work, and I put this on my Facebook, from working in the mall for after. I've been gone for about two years, but about five, six years before that, fights happen in the malls all the time. Right. Black folks, white folks, old folks, young folks, there are fights that happen in the mall at least three or four times a week. Right. And you don't hear about it from any race, any creed, because the mall security handles it. Put you out, do what it is you have to do. So those things happen all the, you know... A lot of times when we see big stuff that happens in the mall, it is our folks that are asking an extra food right. and <laughs> added on to it. But, you know, it's stuff that go on in the mall every day, so I'm with you there. And so that's why I was kind of, when it came to the, let me ask you this, I'm sorry, protest demonstration. Oh, that's third. Well, let's talk about that. Let's just make that the third phase. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because we we actually even ten minutes in on this conversation, we only had through. So let's make the last the last third about the protest and the demonstration as we as we try to provide some solutions. Seriously. Yeah. Okay. But Lord, I lost my thought. We were talking about you know how if there are fights all the time at the mall. I mean, yeah, and you know they we don't hear about them right. because you know they just handle them and move on. And so to say that it was just our folks that bring the issues and our folks that bring the um, extra, you know, that's too much. But the problem is that becomes the narrative of the news media. There's a there's a, a reporter for AL.com, this bitch named Carol Robinson. <laughs> I really hope that bitch get cramps and rheumatoid arthritis <laughs> and her pinky finger and toe. Because she's always writing about stuff that goes on in Birmingham and she puts the ter- most, the worst slants on it and the bitches of Republican because I looked on her Facebook page. <laughs> and she, but because it's black people, she makes it seem so terrible. Derek, for years, I'm 51 years old. When I was in my mid-20s, I realized that if a person gets shot down in Lumman Village, the um, <clears throat> news who come down there, they're going to get the camera, they're going to find the one person with three teeth one in their mouth and two in their pocket, and they're going to let the motherfuckers give a whole litany of things to happen. Let somebody get shot in Hoover. The reporter's going to give you the story. They're going to do a pan of the house, talk about it, and they're going to kick it over to Stacey for the weather. Now, can I get the other side of the game from the inside of the news? Uh, Fuck that. No. Because, no. No, now, because that, that's... Is, no, because, you know, I had to do that. I worked for Fox 6 for all those years. So I'm going to tell you why that happened. I don't agree with it, and I need, think they need to stop. But if I went to a shooting in Loveman Village, and I found you, and Miss Lady was standing next to you with no teeth, and I asked you if you wanted to say something about the um, event... You going to say no, because you don't want to be on TV. But Miss No Tooth, oh, I saw it. So that's who I, that's the only person I want to talk. When I go over to Hoover to talk about what went over there, ain't nobody going to want to talk. 
So that's the only thing I can do is pan this thing. Now, uh, from the news standpoint, no, you shouldn't put that on there. And a lot of um, reporters of color try their best not to do that. But sometimes that's the only person you can find to talk to. So, you know, not defending it. But just, you know, from the other side of the game, just a little bit. You know, I you know, know your auntie still, with no teeth is going to be the first one that want to be on the camera. It's still fucked up. <laughs> it's, it's still, it is still so fucked up. But so, but the problem with that is it, it, it perpetuates this narrative that our neighborhoods are so much more violent. There's so much, there's violence everywhere. Mm-hmm. And then when I hear people go, well, I can't believe that happened in our neighborhood. Like, this doesn't happen in our neighborhood. Yeah, it does. It happens in everybody's neighborhood. We just don't hear about it. Right, because y'all don't tell y'all business like we be doing with three teeth. And what's sad is, that's one thing that black folks be taught all their life. Keep your business in your house. Yeah. But we can't even do that. Yeah. Grandma <laughs> was trying. No one knows that word. But, um, but so, 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 so we had the, 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 the rest of the judgment. Then as the information started coming out, again, some people just dug into their foolishness. And it's like, girl, let that go. Like, just let that go. You were wrong. It's okay to be wrong. Now let's figure out what we need to do to kind of combat that. And then that's when we got another set of problems that we'll talk to talk about in a minute. But okay, when they actually found they found uh, a shooter, a shooter. Right. We'll see. You know, we'll we don't know it. if it is or not. And, so, and that's. <laughs> And so, you know, that's who I am. You know, I, I can only go by what you tell me. You told me that they showed the little shooter. They already said two of them was out there. We don't know who the other one was. But obviously, they had to know something. Because somebody got the tape. Because there's cameras all around the mall. I agree. But I just don't. Let me just say this. I think we all should be, like, in a wait and see mode. until you. Until we actually can see the tapes and know what happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think that... I mean, and that boy that they call in Georgia, hell, he might have been one of the instigators. We don't know. Mm-hmm. As far as I know, he could be some random-ass black boy that in the account, and we're going to pay the shit on you because that's what they do as well. But at the end of the day, I think we all should just kind of like, woo take a break, and and just see what happened because we don't know what happened. Most of us weren't there. I have some friends that were there. Uh, they weren't there to witness the actual, but the aftermath was just scary, and I can understand that. Especially since we live in the in the day and age of of, of a mass shooting. Mm-hmm. Imagine being in the mall and you hear gunshots. You thinking that one of them little crazy ass white boys, Stim and Douglas, that came out here and is shooting people up. After all this just happened yesterday at Walmart in um I saw that. Point, you wants to go in the Walmart and shoot in the Walmart after all this going on. See that's why I be wanting to slap people upside the head. How, well, I mean, act like you got some sense. Yeah, I agree. Hell. I totally Ooh. agree. Ooh. Jesus. I'm sorry. <laughs> but so, 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 damn, we just talked 15 minutes about that. Oh. Um, so, so, so the, before we go into our, our next break and, and, uh, and finish this out, so the next problem that people had was the response. Um, there was some protests. Um, they were and 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 people got angry with some of the protests, and we'll we'll talk about that and why that happened and our individual thoughts on it. I think we may feel a little different on it. I, I'm sure wrong. we 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 I don't know. We'll we'll see. Yeah. Y'all can go ahead and pay, uh, cash the lots <laughs> now. 
to see how we're going to end up. If we still going to be friends or not after this. Because this this is going to be a little bit different. I don't know. Maybe we'll surprise each other. Because so. when you say you was taught of blocking folks, I, I, I was given hope. Like, I felt something when you said you block some people. Because you don't block people. You always trying to see the, side, the both sides. And the, I do. Well, them. my blocking wasn't because of their positions, mm-hmm. you know, or their opinion on the situation. My blocking was because of your disrespect. Mm-hmm. Mm, I like that. Because you can, I can agree to disagree right. with you. But I need you to be respectful in your, you know, in our banter, debate, or whatever we have. Okay. I need, and even respectful toward other people, even if you're not talking to me. But I see how you going, yeah, no, I not at all. And again, that's why I said social media lets you see who people, they are, they are willing to say things to you social that are media, to your face. Social media has shown us who our racist <laughs> friends are. Social media has shown us who our friends are that can't spell. <laughs> Um, some of y'all mamas, homophobic uh, friends, yeah, all of that, nasty friends, yeah, all of that. So <laughs> social media is shining a light, turn on the light from heaven, Lord. Oh Lord, I really want to talk to a um. This is another day, and I want to talk to somebody to tell, like, they can see what your so your social media personality says about you. But see, I see, I think. So I'm gonna give you two examples of that. I I think that people think that I'm my social media profile and I'm not, kind of, but not quite. Um, and even I have a friend, uh, Jonathan Ford. He lives in Dallas. Uh, he has an Instagram persona called Twink God. And I was, we were in San Diego for a conference, and I took a picture with Jonathan on the beach, and like somebody, I think it was Karina, was like, "Is that who I think it is?" I'm like. <laughs> I was like, how you know Jonathan? And then, then she was like, no, that's Twink God. I was like, Twink God? So I looked at this Instagram page and started watching something. I'm like, who is this? Because <laughs> this is not the person. This is not sweet little Jonathan. Yeah, Twink God is something different. I mean, he is really something different. But anyway, uh, we're going to go on to this break, and then we'll come back and we'll follow this up with the protests and all that good mm-hmm. stuff. See you in a minute. This episode of Same Crap Different Day is sponsored by AIDS Alabama. AIDS Alabama is now doing free in-home HIV testing. That's right. Right. If you can't come to us, we'll come to you. Uh, A lot of people don't like coming into places to get tested. We will come to your house and test you there and give you results. In your car. Or the park. Wherever you want to meet us, we'll meet you there. At the beauty shop. (laughs) (laughs) If you want to get tested, you can give us a call at 205-918-8184. That's 205-918-8184. That's awesome. Don't call myself. And we are back. Um, Y'all really are into this foolishness with us today. So, (laughs) we're going to go ahead and do this last phase of saying kind of different day. Oh, my goodness. That was terrible. (laughs) All right. That means I like y'all. Whatever. (laughs) I miss Rashad. Yeah, I wanted to. We might have to do a part two of this. Yeah, let's do a part two of this next week. Okay. Because uh, I really do want Rashad's opinion about this because he is a young black man who is prone to get pulled over and have people throw pumpkins in his yeah, car. He, he gets triggered when I get pulled over. <laughs> yeah, he does. All right, so we're back. And so we're going to talk a little bit about 
um, what the community response to the uh, murder of uh, young Mr. Bradford was. So go ahead, Dick. I'm going to let you start with this one. So I feel a few types of kinds of ways. And one, I understand there needs to be some type of response. Right. There needs to be a response, you know, and it's the type of response is, I guess, the part that's up in the air. Because, you know, when we talk talk about the civil rights movement, there was a still the same kind of um, issues back then. You had the Malcolm X, you know, right. knock them bitches out. Then you had the Martin Luther Kings, we got to do it, but we got to do it peacefully. And, yeah, the Charles you know, Xavier Magneto. <laughs> but then you have this other section over there where, hey, just leave it alone. We gonna, I don't, I don't know what to do, but neither one of those things are the thing to do. And I think we are in kind of like that same situation right now, where there are some people that, hey, we need to do something. We finna go out here and we gonna shut it down. We gonna shut it all down. Okay. So, <laughs> so here's, so here's my talk. Here's my thought process on that. Okay. So, there are people who advocate for change in different ways. Mm-hmm. You have advocates for change, mm-hmm. you have advocates for change, and then you have those people who probably would have still been slaves today because mm-hmm. they just don't want to get involved. Yeah. Here's the thing. I think everybody has a role to play or not play, but I think we also should respect where they are. Mm-hmm. So, I, at my heart, I'm an advocate and somewhat of an activist. Um, and I, I don't know. So, let me just say this. So there was a march playing at the Galleria, mm-hmm. right? Here's the problem I have with a lot of activists here in Birmingham. Some of them just want to be seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do have some very good activists who actually think stuff out. Mm-hmm. But, but some, nobody pays them any attention. But nobody pays them any attention. Or they get paid some attention, but they don't really get the highlight attention. Because they ain't loud. Because they're, they're not loud. Like, one of my friends, uh, I'm trying to offer her a podcast to T. Marie King. You know, <laughs> I love I love her because, she, and we don't always agree on everything, mm-hmm. but she's never not pleasant. And she is an av- av- activist. I think she's an activist a- activist. Mm-hmm. But she, when you think about activists in Birmingham, people who know the activist scene, they know her. But when you look at TV, then you got other people. Mm-hmm. And I think some of those people just want to be seen. And that's not okay. not okay. Because at that point, you, in my opinion, you are capitalizing on someone else's pain. And some of the things that you are doing to be seen totally take away from your message. <sighs> I can't talk about or listen to what you're saying for either how you saying it, what you got on. All, you know, it's... Ugh. Well, okay, so <laughs> yeah, so I'm yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the problem. But here's the thing. But but here's the thing. the the pro- The first problem I had was the protest at the Galleria itself. Um, but so the reason why I had the problem because the anger was being directed towards the Galleria. Mm-hmm. Now, for me, the Galleria was very tone deaf for opening up so soon after people who work in your mall and people in the community witness somebody die. Think about those people who work at Foot Action. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and the, and the mall will find you if you don't open up on time. Mm-hmm, they do. I thought that was very tone deaf of the mall. At the end of the day, they showed us that they care more about dollars than they do about lives, especially black lives. So I had a problem with the mall for that, which almost made the protest at the mall for me not that bad because I, the mall needed to be taught a lesson. But I just don't think that the mall was who we should initially been mad at. It should have been the police. And I get what you're saying about the sensitivity issue. You know, because again, the mall didn't do anything wrong. Actually, they did what they were supposed to do, hire more security for, you know, this holiday. They did what they were supposed to do. And, you know, people, there were initially people that were saying they were protesting the mall because they didn't release, they won't release the video. The, the mall don't have a video no more. Well, not only that, they need y'all to shut the hell up on that. that. There's an investigation <laughs> yeah, that's going the, on. And, and that's what it was bothering let them, me. When you and let them investigate. Yes, and we might, because they won't release the video. Because they're also dumbasses. You that's don't right. know why you were protesting, and you don't know why you might. Right, they just out there trying to be seen. That's why the part that was, but, you know, But, I, but I can say that the, the mall needs to be held responsible for their lack of sensitivity. To what happened in this community. But what about all the people that was in that shop? Fuck them. Somebody died. <laughs> Somebody died. You are right. Fuck but, them. But I'm just saying but I mean, but, 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 even, but also fuck them all for being fucking open on Thanksgiving. Let people enjoy their family. There's no reason for you to have to get up at 12 fucking o'clock you know at midnight to go shopping. Because people come. Because all this bitch. And, the, and they make, when I worked in there, it would make me so mad. Let me tell you, if everybody listening, I got other attitude. Don't go in that mall and on Thanksgiving to say, Ooh, yeah, they shouldn't have y'all in here working today. You should be at Bitch, home. Bitch, you should them. be at home. Why are you in here it's shopping? Supply, it's supply and demand. I've spent 10, 15 years working oh, in the retail. Oh, you in here shopping. And talking pe- about that don't make no and sense. And people are actual animals, which is a whole nother. That, but that's out that's, that's <laughs> the subject. But I do think the mall was being toned down. Now then you go back to the protests that happened at the police department where they shut down Highway 31. Let me say this. I'm actually it was in favor of that one because of the fact that it brings attention. People have to be inconvenienced sometimes in order to bring attention because they're not listening to us any type of any other way. We can say hands up, don't shoot. We can say I can't breathe. They are not listening. So when you stop listening to me, I'm gonna get your goddamn attention by any means necessary. If that means shutting off your interstate, so be it. And, and also, this is an evolved opinion that I have. Mm-hmm. I have not always been. I was the person looking at the news like, why do these motherfuckers shut down the, the, the interstate? But I, but if you're not gonna listen to people, if you if you're not if you're not gonna listen to people and give them actual chance to be heard, because they will pretend them and fake the funk like they're listening all the time, and they don't. But if you're not going to hear me, I'm going to make you hear me. And if me making you hear me means I got to shut down your interstate, then, bitch, that's what I'm going to do. And, like, I I think we talked about this earlier. I get the reasoning behind it. I get everything that that stands for. But I think the the way that it's carried out, maybe, you know, if you walking down the street, uh, walking down 31. That's going to cause some disruption, confusion. But I just, I guess for me, I'm looking at the safety on 
Activists, activists who do that take the same thing that on him. That highest girl that got shot, got ran over in in Virginia. You putting yourself in the middle of the street, you knew that shit could possibly happen. Now, it shouldn't have happened because there was no necessity in this motherfucker running them over. Just like you dirty-ass white people in Hoover who were trying to run over those folks in the street. Fuck you, too. I'm sick of it. <laughs> and, I, you know, and that's why I haven't evolved yet because, you know, it, I could have been one of those people trying to get to work and y'all standing out in this road. And move your a man, a man, a man is dead. He will never get to go I home. No, no, no. Obviously, you don't. I a do. man is dead, and he will never get to go home. So who gives a fuck if you've been inconvenienced for a couple of minutes? Think about it. how selfish does that sound? How self? They said they were standing up for this man who got shot for no good goddamn reason other than to being black, and y'all around here mad because you may have to take another five minutes to get home and cook, put them uh pork chops in the oven. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fuck that. Right. I hear you. Now, I, but 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 I can. I, I will also say that from Black Lives Matter to whatever these Birmingham people call themselves now, I am not a proponent of decentralized movements because you need to have a specific ask. And you need to have a specific request if you're going to protest. When we think about the way that Martin and Malcolm them protested, they had specific goals in mind of what they wanted. So it's good to protest, but I'm going to piss some of y'all off right now because the actual response to this is for us to pay more attention at the ballot boxes when we vote. But before we go there, I want to go back to another place. And, and that other place is... so. I'm a little older than you and probably most people who are listening to this. Uh, during the 60s and the 70s, uh, white people left the city in droves. I graduated from high school in 1985. I was working at Riches at the Galleria, and there was a girl who worked there named Marion. Marion was a white girl, like two years older than me, who graduated from Ensley High School. Within two years, Ensley went from a predominantly white high school to an all-black high school. Because white people didn't want to live with us, so they moved out there. The problem that I have with us is, when we get five cents in our pockets, what do we do? do We're going to move out there with them. They already don't want you out there. You know, if Hoover has done some bullshit, even recently, they didn't want to do bus service for people who live in apartments. I said that to say this. We should be protesting, but we should be protesting economically with our dollars. Mm-hmm. If you spend any money at the Galleria in Hoover during this holiday weekend, then shame on you for your selfish ass. Because at the end of the day, instead of us trying to shut down the interstate, we should have been shutting down the malls by voting with our dollars. And we did not. When you go to the Galleria, the majority of the people that you see there are what? Oh, and that is black. Black. But you still have a whole bunch of black people that work in the mall. I, I, that, that ain't gonna affect their money. Eventually. Well, <laughs> well, you know what? So what? A man died, and and but that but the problem, the reason why we can't get anything accomplished is because we're not ready, we're not willing to fully commit. Because when other people are affected, because you know we don't go shop at, at at Macy's, then they're gonna cut payroll, and there's gonna be some black people without some jobs, so we can't do that. Well, what do we do? What do we do? So if you're not okay with that, then you must have to be okay with us cutting out the interstate because that way we're just five minutes late and we're not hurting that many people. But 
If you're going to really make an impact, then you're going to have to shut it down by voting with your dollars and stop moving out there. Stop going out there shopping. Black people in Birmingham should take a whole day, let's just say December 12th, and decide we're not going to spend any money anywhere. That's what we say. But you Negroes ain't going to do that because you got to go get your dippity do and your, your, your Remy wig and all this other shit that you want to buy instead of looking out for the community. It's, if we really wanted to make an impact, that's what we would do. But instead, you got all these people who are going to just half-ass do stuff, and that's why we keep ending up in the same place we are. Furthermore, I wish black people would move back into the city. We took our tax dollars out there to people who don't want us, and then we complained because our schools are in bad shape. Schools are funded by, by, by property taxes. If you got a $500,000 house in Hoover, you paying a shitload of property taxes for people who don't want you there. Come back over here, get your little $100,000 house, and help build our city back up. I think that we have to take care of our own. And right now, we're not doing that. Man, to the last part, I agree with you 100%. <laughs> I do truly, truly, truly agree with you 100% on that because we are our own worst enemy. We are. We are our own. And I will say I am. I am guilty of not patronizing some of my, you know, black-owned businesses and other things like that. One, because of what I've heard other people say. And two, because of how my service. So we got to get it together on all ends. If you want me to, um, if you want me to use you, you got to be usable. And, you know, that's just the uncomfortable truth. Well, it's but not an uncomfortable truth. <laughs> it, it shouldn't be an uncomfortable truth. What's that that that, that restaurant down there in uh, in Bessemer? Botanes. 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 Botanes got the worst fucking service ever, and people still go down there. Like the I dog. Won't. I won't, They will never get one of my red cents. <laughs> you know? They will yeah. never get but one of them. And then there's a subset of people that's going to be mad because with them, your people, that you need to go down Fuck there. Them. They Fuck. don't know how to treat They them. don't know how to treat people. <laughs> like, literally, the daughter has been on Facebook fights with people because y'all got bad service. <laughs> what kind of... What, what the fuck? Yeah, so, I'm, and I'm just... And let me say this. I'm not saying that you should support every business, but you should support businesses that deserve your support. Mm -hmm. Botanics doesn't deserve yeah. our support. And Let even me like just say one that. of our neighborhoods here, the Bush Hills neighborhood, you know, they um the 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 people that lived over there was a nice little neighborhood with some um black folks with you know right. was all right. And then they decided to go to McCullough, go to whomever, whatever. And now there are companies and investors that are coming and renovating those houses and selling them for two hundred and three hundred thousand dollars to white then, people. And then, and then they tell my gentrification. Gentrification, you left. You, it. I, I'm with you, bro. You I left. Am, it. I am. I am with you a hundred percent. You can So before y'all stop, before y'all start talking about gentrification, you the one who left these abandoned you ass houses. You left your mama house over there. Right. I ain't paid the taxes because it's air property and, and whatever. And, and the city just gave it to whomever you right, come and right. get the grade. But then we talk about gentrification, and it's like, well, they couldn't have moved in if you hadn't left. If you didn't left. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you when you're right. Yeah, and that, that's just where I you. But, but back to back, <laughs> back, back to the things that we that we could do. Like we, I think we really need to take a day and just not shop. I just not shop. It's not gonna kill you. Most of y'all living paycheck to paycheck anyway. It's not gonna stop you. It's not going to hurt you. But it will show what happens when you fuck with us. 
But right now, we don't have anything like that. Now, I can't say this. Now, now there aren't as many people shopping at the gallery. They did make that. That's because they're scared they now. Because <laughs> those black people are down there, it's dangerous. But, you know, there is that. They, they um, did talk about the traffic is really down. But it's because uh, but it's because it's because the media, who the police were officer and the dumb Negroes who automatically rest the judgment on that boy have given the sense that it's our fault that this happened. Mm. And so the white folks, they gonna really go and they really get in the step, well we can't go down there, let those dangerous Negroes down there. We can't Betsy, we got to go down to uh Alabaster. Well, what's, I think what's really going to happen, and I don't know how it's going to happen, there is going to be some type of gun ref, um, reform or whatever. It's huh. gonna, and the reason it's going to be that is because you can't have different gun rules for the black folks and the right folks. If it's an open carry state, it's an open carry state. And then people they're being called out on that. On so many different and they should be, and, so, and that's the reason now. And you know, even when it comes to the NRA, where if it was a and and you know, I'm there, if it's it was them bitches ain't saying nothing about that black that black man's right now against so a fuck yeah, you NRA. They too. have not said in any of these cases no. where they were shot by innocent, it was innocent people but, with a gun trying. They haven't said anything. But that goes back to the premise that the NRA is about gun rights in the in the, in the right wing oh, evangelicals. They're a bunch of fucking racists <laughs> at the end of the day. That's what they that's what they do. Yeah. You know, we it's not sugar They're a bunch of fucking racists. You know? But again, as far as the things that we can do, let me say this. Jefferson County did a great thing in this last election by having Danny Carr and um, Mark Petway become our DA and our sheriff. And our sheriff. We should have been had a black sheriff. One of our problems I had with Ferguson, Missouri is Ferguson, Missouri is like 70% black. Why don't you motherfuckers have any black officials? Oh, that was the same thing with the city council. The right. Police, the no, right, right, right. All of them were white. So why y'all around here mad, you know, at Don Lemon for calling y'all out for smoking weed? You know, then go to take your ass to the polls and vote. If you have not voted, you need to get your black hands registered and you need to go out and vote. Like, it doesn't even make any sense. It don't matter. It does matter. Right now in Alaska, I know it's Alaska, but right now in Alaska, there is a 100% tie. And what's sad is it's the second this year in the state. Yeah. I think the other one was in Wisconsin or yeah. somewhere. Yeah. But that just lets you know one vote can count. Can make it. Even here, <laughs> when Carol, um, when uh, Sandra Little Brown ran against, um, was it Sheila Smooth? Who oh, yeah, against? for the... Um, that was like a, 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 a two or three vote difference mm -hmm. with them. Your vote does matter. I know it doesn't seem like it does, but we... We can't give up on that. Too many people bled, died, and were hung and lynched for that, for us to give up on that. But you know we do have to we do have to take our economic power back, and we have to, we gonna have to protect ourselves because no one else is trying to help us. Um, you got it. Mm. But okay, so so I want so one so I know a lot of people are going off about the protest. Like I said, whatever you feel like you need to do to get through, I ain't got no problem with it. I wasn't going down there in the goddamn traffic anyway. Cause I hate fucking Hoover, so I, you know, turn down the roads. I don't give a shit. I'm gonna watch you on TV. Tell me where the meeting is. Tell me where the planning sessions are. And you know, but I, there's probably not one. But if you tell me when that is, where that is, I will come and sit down 
And you know, we they do. have so there. So I'm a, so there are some fandom meetings that are coming up, and I will let you know uh, what when they are. Okay. Like there's actually gonna be a gun violence march next um, Saturday, mm-hmm. and I think we're gonna go from like Avondale to downtown, just you know, for, for gun violence. But people like us are gonna have to start taking a more active role in what happens in this city, especially it, it, the fact that you know we got activists who want to be seen. Sure. You know, and then you got on crazy colors and outfits and stuff. You stuff. got on the chucky um, onesie. And that brings us to the end of. <laughs> you know, I'm God so love him. God, God love him. I mean, I don't know. I, I was so confused. I was so confused. Like, I was so confused by all of that. Okay, so the, the, what I heard was there was some kind of onesie something that had gone on before. Now, there were other men that showed up to the mall that changed their clothes. But he decided to get his in there. This brings us to another <laughs> end of another episode of Say Cat Different Day. Uh, so so just, so yeah. I so this is like a meet. So extra items for the day. <laughs> if you're not registered to vote, take your ass out and go get registered to vote. If you live in Alabama, all you gotta do is go to alabamavotes.gov and you can register to vote online. We have got to start showing up and showing out at these elections. For them cousins that you know ain't voting, grab them and take them with you. Them friends and whoever that you know ain't voting. Right. And shame them into voting if you have to. If, if you have to. But I'm just tired of. You know, and, and, and again, the protests, like I said, the protests have their, spot, their place, but we could do so much more on the front end. Uh, Alpha prevention is worth a pound of cure. That's just not with diseases. That's even with social problems. Like, we are not taking care of ourselves on the front end. You know, we could really help everybody. Now, this will help the whole world. Act like you got some sense. That too. <laughs> if you ain't got none, just act like it, and it'll take us a long way. Well, anyway, so that's going to bring us to the end uh, of this episode. Well, this is going to be part one. So we're going to do part two next week. We're going to invite in Kwana and Rashad because he should be back. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and 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 talk us a little bit more about this. Uh, anything before we go? No, I just got a different part in word this time. What? Well, happy Thanksgiving. Did we talk about people on thank- before after Thanksgiving? I no, I don't think we did. I don't know. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. You know, I hope you enjoyed yourself. And I'll your family. And, and your friends. Yeah. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>